0: What's poppin' everybody, hope you're all having a great day and welcome back here with me with another episode of Blake's Take. And just five years ago, the Chicago Cubs, yes the Chicago Cubs, were atop the MLB world for the first time in 108 years. It was a magical season filled with excitement and overwhelming joy from the people of Chicago who had waited over a century for that very moment. Since then, the Cubs have slowly but surely gotten rid of some of the key members of that team, such as Aroldis Chapman, John Lester, and Kyle Schwarber just to name a few. But the core of that championship team was the heart of their infield, and 3rd baseman Chris Bryant, shortstop Javier Baez, and 1st baseman Anthony Rizzo. The Cubs have been up and down since the World Series, but they have always had a solid chance to compete in the NL in an unfamiliar scenario for a franchise who had struggled for 108 years to get over the hump as long as they had those three players on the diamond. Yet, in just a matter of 24 hours, the Cubs managed to trade away all three of their franchise players to various other contenders and now look to start an all-out rebuild in Chicago. The first Cubby to depart is one of the most meaningful players in franchise history in Anthony Rizzo, who lands a spot in the Bronx with another iconic franchise in the New York Yankees. So many big hits, so much excellent defense at first base, combined with the extensive work with children's charities around the city of Chicago, all meant that he would be beloved for life. And of course, he caught that final out of the 2016 World Series, which will be he will be remembered by forever. As for Javier Baez, a young prospect from the Dominican Republic who bet on himself and the Cubs embraced him for he for who he was and his energetic, energetic, flashy player style who knew he was going to be bound for greatness in this league. He has been nothing short of great since being called up by the Cubs in 2014, especially on their magical championship run in 2016 where he was the NLCS MVP and homered in the historic Game 7 of the World Series against the Cleveland Indians. Just a couple years later, he then would finish second overall in the NL MVP voting in 2018. But most of all, the youthful swagger, the funky tags, the swim-move slides, and the iconic power with his huge hacks at the plate with the bat flips and all, and all the style will be dearly missed by the fans at Wrigley as he departs to New York as well, just across town from Rizzo at Citi Field, home of the New York Mets. Good luck to Javier Baez on his new journey. He will now shift to shortstop, though, to a more arguably uh, the most uh, alongside one of the most arguably the talented most in uh, middle infielder in baseball in Francisco Lindor, which would form the best middle infield overall in baseball. With the shortstop of Francisco Lindor and Javier Baez a second, that's going to be hard to beat. And then once DeGrom gets healthy, look out for the Mets. Chris Bryant. He had one of the most pressure out of all the team, out of all of them, to perform well as he was selected second overall in his draft class, having the expectation to have an immediate impact right away. He exceeded the highly set bar immediately, winning the 2015 Rookie of the Year and 2016 MVP, hitting two two huge home runs in the World Series and making that iconic play, Final out that made Chicago explode after that ground ball throw to first for Anthony Rizzo. Such a great player that will be remembered forever in the Cubs history. As he now heads to San Francisco, joining the best team in baseball in the San Francisco Giants, who are trying to stay in front of the Dodgers, who now up their game with Max Scherzer in the crazy NL West battle out there. It's safe to say the core is gone, the era is over, it was the best era in Cubs history. We'll always look back fondly on all the amazing memories those three gave us and just the incredible time they spent there. This all just came so fast within just a matter of weeks, which makes it that much harder for Cubs fans to see three of their best players in franchise history vanish in a poof. So, will it take another 108 years for the Cubs to get these kinds of talents back? Who knows? But all I know is that Chicago is in a new beginning with not a lot of direction yet, but the end destination will always stay the same no matter how long it takes to get back there. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blake's Take. Hope you all enjoyed that. Lots of new beginnings for these players from Chicago. They're going to be helping out these contenders immensely in their hopes of going to a World Series right now. Maybe they will get another ring, but they will know the most important one and meaningful one was that one back in 2016 with Chicago. So we'll see how it goes for Chicago for themselves. Will it take 108 years? We don't know. These players will most likely get rings with their new teams as they're very much good contenders that they are with. But it is unfortunate for Chicago fans, and it's going to take a long time for them to adjust. Thank you for tuning in. You can catch all this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube, and I'll see you all in the next one.